It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Vanderbilt has a lot of problems in the portal. We're going to tell you how they're going to fix them coming up right here on the Locked On Vandy Podcast. It's the pilot. You are Locked On Vandy, your daily podcast on the Vanderbilt Commodores, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into the Locked On Vanderbilt Podcast. I'm your host, Corey Burton, right here in Nashville, Tennessee. I'm a high school coach here in Nashville. used to work for Rivals.com as well. Got a great show for you. Thank you for making Locked On Vandy your first listen on the Locked On Podcast Network your team every single day. Today's episode is presented by Prize Picks. That's right. PrizePicks.com locked on college and use code locked on college for a first deposit match of up to a hundred dollars daily. All right. Up to a hundred dollars in your daily fantasy sports made easy. Man, Vanderbilt has lost a ton of people in the portal. It's become a huge problem. But how are we going to fix it? We're going to get right into that. Vanderbilt has lost a lot of key contributors, as as mentioned. They lost the entire quarterback room, uh, A.J. Swan, Ken Seals, Walter Taylor. They've lost Jaden McGowan. They've lost Will Shepard. They've lost Ethan Barr. I could go on with that entire list, but I'm not going to bore you with all, all the names. I'm going to tell you kind of why I think – that this these portal problems could actually the solutions could actually give hope to this Vanderbilt Commodores football program and Clark Lee. All right, but how do we we need to we need to back up though? How do we get here? Okay, there's a lot of criticism going on around this program, and rightfully so, right? And you, you're probably asking yourself, why is he talking about giving us hope, right? Clark Lee is coming off the heels of a 2-10 and ten season, a season in which you won one FBS game against UNLV, or actually not against UNLV. You got boat raced by UNLV, but against Hawaii in your opener. Then your other was uh, was an FB- FCS game, um, going 2-10, and ten, getting boat raced by every opponent you've played. Uh, the, the stadium under construction, the timing not great. You're literally putting your visitors in a tent. Uh, as the visitors' locker room, uh, the fans are sitting amongst piles of rubble. Bulldozer, bulldozer seats become your suites. <laughs> so, I mean, there, there's a lot of issues going on with this Vanderbilt program that I, I'm sure has been talked about ad nauseum. That's not the point of this show. All right, why? After all of that, why is there hope? There was there was a near brawl in the Tennessee game, also. But after all of that, why is there hope? Well, because they announced that they're going to start being a huge major player in NIL. So Clark Lee and the athletic department and the football program are going to start participating in NIL. So that's exciting. That's a solution to the problem that was uh, that was plaguing Vanderbilt football, which is uh, the administration had not bought into the program or athletics in general. So that's good to see. That gives you hope, right? So with NIL comes, okay, now we become an actual player in, in the in the portal. Now we can start getting some of these guys, right? So as I mentioned, you lose Will Shepard. Well, now you can go out and get a receiver to replace him. You lose Jaden McGowan. Again, you can get out, you can go out and get a playmaker. 
try to replace that quarterback situation. It is dire straits in the quarterback room. All right. But there's a lot of targets out there that Vanderbilt's been targeting. So it's not all doom and gloom, right? And I know that's been a lot of the talk here with, you know, with firing in the offensive defensive coordinators, Clark Lee taking over defensive play calling. All right. There's been a lack of NIL, the stadiums, the stadium debacle, right? But there are a lot of solutions and a lot of those solutions are in the portal. So what, what does Vanderbilt need? Well, let's be honest. But when you lose a lot, there, there's more than, than just those names that I, that I mentioned that are key contributors. You need just about everything, right? You need just about everything. And, and I think that they, are, they had a list of visitors, and we'll talk about that later on in the show. Uh, there was a list of visitors that came this weekend, and there, there's been guys visiting uh, off and on since, since we started, you know, since day one, really, of, of when the portal opened up. So I think there's a lot of good options out there. I think there's a lot of good realistic options out there. We're going to talk about a potential quarterback you see in the little sidebar over there, quarterback target Cole Snyder. We'll talk about him and why I think he could be a realistic option um, in the quarterback room. You've got two guys committed from Baylor and McCauley right down the road in Chattanooga, uh, one of those being uh, Whit Muschamp. I, I don't know if they'll be able to hold on to that commitment. Hopefully they can. Um, but with early signing period coming up right around the corner, that, that's an option too. You have you have options. There are guys that are interested. There are offers that you have. All right, there's two guys that, that have committed already. Uh, the most recent, uh, Randon Fontenet. I hope I pronounced that right. Uh, he's a safety out of TCU. All right, he's a true freshman had a lot of playing time, um, had a decent amount of playing time, probably wants more playing time, probably wants to be uh, in the SEC. The the Vanderbilt degree probably doesn't hurt that either. Uh, that's a really, really good, really good addition there. And uh, Zaylin Wood out of MTSU. So those are the two, those are the first two in the boat uh, in the portal. Now, like I told you, Vandy needs everything. They need offensive line, defensive line, especially offensive line. That's probably, if I had to rank the areas of importance, Quarterback, offensive line, right? Quarterback, offensive line, all right? Uh, and then DBs, I, I think, are important. You know, you lose a safety, and uh, that's uh, that's somebody that needs to be uh, that needs to be got. You need some wide receivers. You lose you lose all three of them. You lose Will Shepard, Jaden McGowan. You also lose Land- London Humphreys. Forgot to mention him, London Humphreys. He might be going to, he might actually be going down the road to Athens. He might be going to Georgia. He, that's that seems like that, uh, they are the leader in the clubhouse there. All right, but when you're looking at all these offensive targets, all right, when we talk about Cole Snyder and what he brings to the table, we're not going to know if he's a good fit because Vandy needs to hire an offensive coordinator. Okay, that is a need that's on this list, right? Vandy needs to hire an offensive coordinator. Now, scheme-wise, what do I think they're looking for? Well, I'll tell you what they're what they should be looking for is an up-tempo offense, somebody that's going to stretch the field vertically, somebody that's going to be aggressive uh, in attacking uh, because that's good. That's going to be the personnel you're 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 bringing in. Uh, I've heard quarterback coach Joe Sloan from LSU as a possible candidate. Uh, that would be an amazing hire because. What they do at LSU and what they did with Jaden Daniels was nothing short of amazing. I, I think even when they had Garrett Nussmeyer come in, uh, I, I thought the offense 
never missed a beat there. Um, I really like a lot of things they do, a lot of the concepts that they run, how they mix things up offensively. So I, I think before we kind of get into these portal names, part of our portal problems are because we haven't solidified the coaching staff, need a strength and conditioning coordinator, need an offensive coordinator. Clark Lee's calling defense. So you need another position coach like these guys coming in that are visiting from the portal need to know that, Hey, what I'm coming into is going to be a good fit. Now, Zalen Wood and Randon Fontenet, um, two defenders, they kind of know what's what they're getting into. And if Clark Lee can have any semblance of success the way he did at Notre Dame as defensive coordinator, I think is going to be very, very good for this Vanderbilt team. Now, are they going to go undefeated, SEC championship, college football playoff? Probably not. No, not probably not. Definitely not. Two and ten, there's a long way to go. But if you can do well in the portal, you kind of close that gap a little bit because we'll, we'll talk about recruiting here in future episodes um, as, as we as we close in towards early signing day. The recruiting class is not that bad. I, I think there's some good things to look at and say, okay, there is a little, little, little ray of future here for this Vanderbilt team. So good offensive coordinator, good scheme, good aggressive scheme, that's going to take advantage of the talents of the players you have, not trying to fit players into a scheme, right? So I, I think uh, when, when you look at it, you've got to find somebody that's player-oriented versus scheme-oriented. Like somebody that's going to force-feed concepts is not going to be a good fit for you, Vandy, because you're going to need to kind of be a chameleon because you're probably going to lose guys in and out of the portal. With the way college football is in general, there there is – there's a lot of things. There's a lot of things happening, but um, you know, how do you fix these things? You hire a great coordinator. You hire a great strength strength coach, and, and let him get a good staff. You finish your construction, enhance your facilities, and, and the most important important thing for for success is that NIL piece because there's no excuse for you not to have a good NIL uh, program. Living in the city of Nashville, having the uh, alumni that Vandy has just university wide. I'm sure there's people chomping at the bit to provide business opportunities and, and NIL opportunities for these student athletes. So you can take advantage of that. Now you've got the green light, go and get it. So up next, I'm going to talk about quarterback target Cole Snyder, what he said about his visit. And we're going to get into all of that next. Do you have passion, drive, and patience? What brings home the winning trophies but also keeps your ride dot or die alive? eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn into your car into an MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. eBay guaranteed fit only available to U.S. customers. 
Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, especially during March. Your eyes are on the road, but the driver in front of you has both eyes on their bracket. Their sudden braking puts you in a 16-car pileup that's anything but sweet. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this is worse than a busted bracket. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability, savings vary. All right. Well, welcome back to uh, Locked On Vandy. Um, thank you for making us your first listen each and every day. Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Up next, when you get finished with me, you can go watch the uh, Locked On SEC show. Uh, if you notice on my channel, my very first video was an episode where they interviewed former Vanderbilt quarterback Mike Wright uh, on the Locked On SEC podcast. So go check that out uh, as well. And, uh, Speaking of quarterbacks, speaking of portal guys, uh, you have quarterback target Cole Snyder. Okay, Cole Snyder. Now, why is that name interesting? He is he was the starting quarterback for the Buffalo Bulls, not the Bills, the Bulls of Buffalo. He's uh, he's from the MAC conference, and uh, he visited Vanderbilt this week, and he he entered his name in the portal. Obviously, uh, visited Vanderbilt uh, actually earlier prior to this past weekend. And uh, he he had a really good visit. Uh, you know, part of his reaction was uh, the piece I said in the last segment about the offensive coordinator. Uh, he said that you know he loved Vanderbilt, loved the facilities, loved what was coming uh, in the future for the stadium. Uh, loved that uh, Vanderbilt was getting involved more in NIL. Uh, had a lot of great things to say about Coach Lee, Barton Simmons, and and the whole the whole operation. Uh, he said his decision um, on Vanderbilt is going to come down to whether or not they hire an offensive coordinator and whether or not that offensive coordinator is a good fit for him. Now, why is Cole Snyder interesting? Because I think that's a realistic target for, for Vanderbilt, right? You're not going to get Dylan Gabriel. You didn't get Brock Vandergriff, who just signed, who signed at Kentucky, right? That would have been an interesting one if you could have pulled that one off. But even then, that would have been probably – very, very ambitious. Um, but there were some, you know, there's some quarterback names out there that we'll talk about here when I talk about the visitors, uh, the other quarterbacks. But the first quarterback I really want to spotlight right now is Cole Snyder because I think that's a realistic target, right? Um, what Cole Snyder brings to the table is he's got really good pocket awareness, really good pocket presence, delivers the ball even in the face of pressure. I, I think he's somebody that's going to hang in there and deliver a good ball. Um, I, I think. In the red zone, he was very, very accurate. There were some, there were some plays uh, throughout the course of last season at Buffalo where he, uh, where he was able to move around, buy himself some time, and and deliver what I call dot uh, to the back pylon. So there were some, there were some concepts that if I did a film study, we could really kind of break down his highlight tape. But uh, just, just know that he delivers a great, great ball. He has good pocket awareness. He's accurate. He's a solid runner. Uh, he's somebody that can contribute in the plus one quarterback run game. Not somebody that you're going to rely on heavily, like you know, I don't want to say he's Lamar Jackson, but like like you know, one of the, you know somebody that runs a lot, right? He, he's not he's not going to be a run first guy. He's not somebody you're going to bring in and go, okay, we're going to run the ball a lot with him. But he can zone reads. Uh, quarterback powers, jet reads, things like that. He can do those things if you ask him to. He's got good enough wheels to do so and be effective, but he's not going to be electric in the quarterback run game. But 
quite frankly, like I don't, I don't think you necessarily need your quarterback to be electric in the quarterback plus one run game if they're a good pass passer if they're if they're accurate if they have good pocket awareness if they can move they can do a lot of things uh on the run um he's a good arm uh it's not an overly powerful arm but it gets the job done i think there's a lot of throws he can make uh in in the climate of buffalo new york if uh he can make some of the throws he made in that climate yeah, uh, if he can certainly come down here to to the southeast and and make some of those throws uh down the field uh with some accuracy However, uh, he's going from the MAC to the SEC, so there's going to be some growing pains there. I think uh, he needs to improve his footwork a little bit. He uh, there's a lot of times where he would get lazy with his drops and not create what I feel like would not create enough space between him and the line of scrimmage. I, I think in the SEC versus an SEC pass rush, that's going to be a, a vital component to whether or not you're going to be able to get the throw off or not, or you're going to be flattened on your back. Um, so I, I think he's going to have to do a better job of creating space for himself to be able to make and deliver those good, accurate throws that you see all throughout his uh, all throughout his highlight. Also, um, his delivery is a little bit long, but I mean, you don't really want to get into a situation where you are tweaking and tinkering with a quarterback's delivery because then you start to get yourself in trouble. But he's going to again part of its footwork and just getting the ball out of touch quicker. Uh, he's, he needs to get through his reads a little bit quicker as well because everything's going to speed up in this league. So you're going to have to do all that, right? But all in all, like I think if you get Cole Snyder, I, I don't think that's a bad deal. Like I, I, I like this kid. I think it's a realistic realistic shot. I think it's a realistic target for, for Vanderbilt to get because, I mean, you're not getting Dylan Gabriel, right? You're not getting these high-level guys. Um it's just not going to happen. So like, I think you just need to figure out and find somebody that fits your scheme because I, I think a scheme fit versus a splash sign is, is what you need. Like you need somebody that really fits to a T uh, what you want to do schematically and what your offensive coordinator, whoever that person is, does schematically. So uh, I think Cole Snyder is a good option. I re- I was really kind of impressed with what I saw there. And I, I think he can give you some, uh, give you some good, good run. Now also some, some of the other names that I saw uh, some guys that were being recruited um, at the quarterback position, Ari Patu from Stanford. I think that's a, uh, I think that's an interesting deal. Riley Leonard. I would love to get Riley Leonard. I don't think that's going to happen. Um, I'm hearing Notre Dame is is somebody for uh, for Riley, but you can you know you have to give it a shot, right? Uh, quarterback Tanner Bailey from South Carolina. I think that's an interesting one. Uh, somebody who um, I guess got tired of sitting behind Spencer Rattler. Uh, felt like he was, felt like he needed a, a better situation. Vanderbilt might be that option for him I, if he wants to stay in the SEC. Or uh, I don't know what will happen uh, with that. Uh, quarterback Destin Wade out of Kentucky. Um, he went to high school right down the road in Summit. And I can tell you, um, well, you can't really tell with, with the film that we had, but I, I coached it at, at, at Hillwood. And, and we uh, we went against Destin in the 2020 uh, first round of the playoffs. And I, it was a really easy game for him. But you can kind of tell what he brings to the table. He's big, long, uh, can run, has a really good arm. I, I think – was really good in the RPO game, at least against us. He was, um, I just, you don't know much about him at the college level because he didn't really play at Kentucky. So that'll be an interesting one. Just kind of see 
and he will be kind of more offensive coordinator dependent. So just stay tuned on that one. That's a uh, that's an interesting name for for sure uh, for for Vanderbilt. Now they had some uh, they had some some visitors also. Uh, Hank Bachmeyer from Louisiana Tech is uh, he visited. So um, I, I think that's uh, we'll, we'll, we'll I'm interested to see kind of how his visit went. He's an interesting quarterback. I think some things are a bit of a mess at, at Louisiana Tech, so it's hard to kind of gauge what what he brings to the table. But uh, there's there's some good options here. There's some good options. But um, again, it's going to come down to the coordinator. And and for me, I I, I think. I, I think Joe Joe Sloan has got to be the answer, um, but then again, who's going to want to uh, who's going to want to come, right? I, I hope that's not the case. But who's who's going to who's going to want you now? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, so, yeah, it's 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 good, right? It's good. And uh, Curtis Rourke from Ohio, I, I think that's you know I think looking in the MAC is very very good. Uh, Holy Cross, they just uh, they just lost their head coach. Uh, they were an electric offense there with uh, with uh, led by Matthew Sluka, and uh, he was a quarterback there. I think he would be a really good fit. Uh, somebody that comes in that uh, that's very very explosive there at the quarterback position. So there's some good options, right? There's some there's some good options. I, I I would say well actually Hank Bachmeyer is out. Uh, I just saw that he committed to Wake Forest. So whatever I said about Hank Bachmeyer, uh, well just uh, disregard that. Right, <laughs> he is uh, he is committed to uh, to Wake Forest. So there's some good options here. Some realistic options I think, and, and I think you can uh, you know you you can look at it and say all right well let's uh, let's let's get after it right so. Uh, we'll, uh, I'm, we'll actually in, in the next episode, we'll probably look at Matthew Sluka, uh, and, and, uh, just kind of, kind of dissect him a little bit, the same as we did for Cole Snyder. Uh, so I'm, I'm really excited about that. Um, but up next, we're going to, uh, we're going to, we're going to dive into some, uh, some other positions. Uh, I'm going to dive more into, I was going to dedicate this segment to kind of breaking down our newest commit, Randon Fontenet. Uh, out of uh, TCU, but uh, we're going to talk about all of these portal things. Uh, we're going to continue with the portal here next. We're also brought to you by prizepicks.com, right? Prize picks. So, uh, prize picks. Hey there. Thanks for being a valued prize picks partner. Uh, why prize picks? Well, prize picks is the largest daily fantasy sports platform in North America. We're the easiest and most exciting way to play DFS. It's just you against the numbers. Instead of betting thousands of other players, including pros and sharks, you pick more than or less than on the two to six player stat projections and watch the winnings roll in. So with Football season in full swing. Uh, you can 
with basketball season here as well, you can pick a combo projections across football and basketball from the specials league, a league created specifically for combo projections that includes two or more players from different sports or leagues. So if you're a football and basketball fan, you could stack somebody like LeBron James and Travis Kelsey at a 10 and a half combo of three points made plus receptions. All right. You want to play alongside of some of prize picks, favorite players like rapper Meek Mill and comedian Andrew Schultz. Well, now you can find community plays under the promos tab of the app to view Entries from some of the biggest names in the prize pick community each week. Right? So, something I look forward to, right? Um, I'm going to kind of get rolling on uh, on prizepicks.com, and you should too. Here's how you do it you need to go to prizepicks.com slash locked on college and use the code locked on college for a first deposit match of up to $100. Again, prizepicks.com slash college and use the code locked on college for a first deposit match of up to a hundred dollars. You need to, I need to, and we need to prizepicks.com. Your number one source for daily fantasy sports in all of North America. NCAA tournament is almost here and listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right. Welcome back. Segment three, man, time flies when you're having fun, right? So we got a few minutes left here uh, in the Locked On Vandy podcast. I want to talk about a couple of the portal finds here. Uh, Again, thank you for making us part of your your day. A couple portal finds here. Zaylen Wood out of MTSU. Uh, we'll talk about him uh, in future episodes, but I want to talk about Randon Fontenet, safety out of TCU. I, I mentioned him a little bit in the first segment, but we were talking about a lot of other things. So for Mr. Fontenet, uh, what he brings to the table. Now, Vanderbilt needs a player like this, right? Because I think what Vanderbilt has lacked, what Vanderbilt football has lacked in the defensive backfield is that safety, that run-stopping safety. That guy's going to come downhill and boom, hit you right in the mouth. They've been missing that, right? And you see it, you saw it a little bit at TCU, but I mean, like, nobody really saw TCU this year, let's be honest, uh, except for that first game. But I, I think Randon, Randon Fontenet is somebody that is going to be a good utility guy in this league, right? This league is predicated on running, right? You play against Ole Miss, you got Quinshawn Junkins. You play against Georgia, you got Kendall Milton and Dejon Edwards. You play against whoever you play against Kentucky and, and you're going against your old mate, Ray Davis, right? You have to stop the run in this league. Right. And if you don't, you're going to be in a world of hurt because if a team can run on you, they can do just about anything they want. And with a guy like Randon Fontenet, you need that extra box player that can come down on the run and simultaneously also be, be really good in pass coverage as well. And, you say all these things, you're probably thinking to yourself, well, why is he leaving TCU? Well, there could be a, a number of things, right? Um, and, and, you know, you have to kind of dig into to, to why. But I'm going to tell you why he's going to be a good player at Vanderbilt. Because he's physical. 
He's going to bring a presence to that defensive backfield that Vanderbilt has not had in a while. And somebody that's going to be feared back there, somebody that's going to come down and, and, and stuff the run, right? And, and is he going to be some elite pass defender? Probably not. That's probably where he needs to develop. You know, his scouting report says he's really good against the run. He's really good downhill. So if I'm Clark Lee, I got this guy on my squad now. I'm going to scheme it up to where he's going to do his best thing, the you know, the most. And the things he needs to work on, we're going to scheme around that as he develops. And we're going to turn him into a really good pass coverage guy. And we're going to turn him into somebody. And then we're going to, you know, then we're going to be able to do some things, right? But you got to start at square one, which is this guy plays against the run. So um, I, I love it, man. I, I love this. I love this get for Vanderbilt. I think it's really, really good. So uh, to pre, so as we wrap up, I want to preview a little bit of, of what we're going to talk about. Some some other targets that we're going to kind of dive into as we go throughout the course of this week. Shadrick Bird uh, from Iowa. Uh, running back, you have Caleb Douglas, Wesley Grimes, Dewan Lofton, Shamar Porter, all wide receiver targets that we're going to kind of get into a little bit. Reggie Grimes from Brentwood uh, is, uh, is, is also on the offer list. Devin Curtis from down the road at MTSU. You get him at linebacker. You're in really good shape. Warren Burrell, cornerback uh, from Tennessee. Uh, and then again, uh, some other guys uh, in the defensive backfield that could really, really help you. So I'm, I'm, uh, I'm excited to kind of get into this journey. Um, this has been a really good, successful first run at the Locked On Vandy podcast. So uh, I, I hope that I can develop some everydayers. I can't use that term yet because this is episode number one, so I don't have any everydayers. Uh, so anybody that watches this once is technically an everydayer. So. I, I say that and I say congratulations. So um, after you after you finish this, you will say uh, you will be redirected as launched as first ever national sports media 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked on Sports Today is here for your 24-7 covering top sports stories of the day with local experts on Locked On Plus, our national shows covering every league. So go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe with your first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. That's exciting stuff. So uh, we're going to get out of here. Uh, we hope you have a great rest of your evening, rest of your day. We'll see you back here tomorrow on the Locked On Vandy podcast. And as always, I'm Corey Burton from Nashville, Tennessee, saying anchor down, and we'll see you back here tomorrow. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.